What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's Monday, so that means we're talking motivation. And before we get into that, though, for those of you who listened to the last episode, I mentioned that I'm going to be making a programming change. And so far, I think what that's going to amount to is a little bit of something each day and then a recap at the end of the week. So if you're one of those people who prefers longer podcasts, you would just wait till the end of the week because what I will do is combine all of those together for that one. And then if you like the shorter segments, there'll be something coming out each day. It'll be the same kinds of things with motivation, music, crazy news, relationships, and other stuff. I'm open to a lot of different things. And I'm also open to emails that you have, questions that you have. So make sure to DM me on Instagram and I will do my best to answer them for you. This is actually the second time today I've tried to record this podcast because I could not sleep last night and I got up a little before five o'clock this morning and I figured why not just knock it out now? I already kind of had an idea of what I wanted to talk about which I had worked on a few days ago, but then my life kind of blew up. And I'm not going to get into the details of that in this episode because that would be better suited for a different one. But I've been thinking a lot about why this happened to me and what contributed to it and how I can not do those same things again. And as I thought about all of these things, and I had the struggle session, and I'm trying to be better, and going back to the first podcast where I talked about how I didn't feel I was my true self, I realized that I was living my life and that situation that just blew up in complete fear. And that is not a way to live your life. Now, what was I afraid of? I was afraid of being rejected. I was afraid of being alone. I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid of that I would never find happiness in anything. I was afraid that my choices in that relationship, some of them extremely stupid, short-sighted, and detrimental and tragic in retrospect, that I could never be redeemed from them, that I was forever flawed. And that fear, while it didn't all bubble up yesterday, those are lingering things, it led me to do a lot of stupid things. It led me to prolong a situation that really should have been ended a long time ago. While I don't have only myself to blame, I blame myself for the majority of that pain that I caused myself and the other person. Now is the time to take that fear and turn it into something great. A lot of times we have to bite the bullet and force ourselves to do things that we don't want to do, but we know are going to be good for us in the long run. I've often mentioned working out 
but I'll, I'll give you a different example. When I was doing my master's, I was literally the only master's student at the university I was attending for the first two years. So I was seen as the person who needed to set an example and all this stuff. And as part of your voice lessons course, you go to studio class once a week. And studio class was all the students of the same teacher, generally. And you would go up and you would sing when you had something ready. And about a quarter or maybe halfway through my first semester, my voice teacher said to me, you know, I really think that you should sing more, not only to be an example, but I think that you're far more prepared than you give yourself credit. Because one of the things I'm really good at is memorizing and, remember and remembering things and making it work in the moment. So she challenged me to sing every single week, whether or not I felt I was 100% prepared or not. And I put it off. The next semester rolls around, she's actually on sabbatical. So I didn't hear about that. Go to the fall of my second year, and I start working on the Andre expedition, which is where I found out about Neil Strindberg and all of them in the last, in the episode last Wednesday about the greatest love story ever. I only knew about them because of this song cycle, which is a group of songs based on a theme or writings or whatever. And this thing had 14 songs in it. And I started working on it and it was, it's probably the hardest music I've ever had to learn. But again, my teacher said, Mike, now that you've had some time to work on these things and you've had time to make it so that it's not a train wreck, why don't you start singing every week? I thought about it and I said, okay, I'll do it. I was afraid though that I would bomb every single time I went up there, especially you know, when you're in the beginning of the semester or the middle of the semester, or you just started learning something, it's very easy because it's not muscle memory yet in your body. And here's the one thing that is an, an odd detail, but an important detail. I'm generally not a nervous person when I perform. I try to have fun. I try to be as prepared as possible and not really worry about screwing up because I've screwed up when I'm 100% prepared, it just happens. And then there's other times you think you're not prepared enough and your body just takes over. It's like an out of body experience, really. And so what I noticed, because there was all this pressure, also in my first year, I was going through my divorce. I was exhausted. I had all this stuff on me. I would notice that every time I went up to sing for studio, my throat and everything would dry up. And again, I'm not naturally a nervous person. I don't really freak out before performances. I, I don't, I get excited actually, which is one of the reasons why I think performing is one of the things I was born to do. Maybe not on the level I hope it would be, but it is part of that. And why public speaking really isn't a big deal for me because I get excited about it so long as I'm prepared. Fast forward a year and I got these hard pieces that I'm working on 
But I, with the help of my teacher, pushed through and decided to take up her challenge. Every time that I got up to sing, it wasn't perfect, but over time, that dryness and that things not working the way I hoped they would started to get less and less over time. Sure, I still made mistakes. It wasn't like over time I eventually had perfect performances, but I became so much more comfortable with that scenario, that controlled chaos, that lab of fear that I was in. And why did I become comfortable? Because I faced it. Let's take a different example. Think about the people who built New York City, the skyscrapers. You see pictures of these guys, they're just like walking on big sheets of metal, hundreds of feet in the air, like it's nothing. They didn't have OSHA back then and all these rules. People were dying all the time up there. But they got used to the fear of falling. You know, it's the same as the frog in the boiling water. You start it on warm and then you turn it up and the frog dies because it doesn't really notice the slow uptick in temperature. So we need to take fear and face it head on. And we need to use it to our advantage. A lot of people will say, well, you should be fearless in the things that you do. That's literally impossible. Our body is not built that way. We have the amygdala, the lizard brain, as some people call it, the fight or flight. It's there for a reason. Why? To protect us, to keep us at homeostasis, to not overdo anything. The interesting part though, is it doesn't recognize when it's a legitimate threat or just an opportunity for growth. It doesn't know the difference. And that's an important distinction that people need to realize. I had fear when starting this podcast as well. I have my opinions, I have my thoughts, people have their thoughts. People could think all kinds of things about me. Even people I have associated with for a long time, maybe they stop being my friend, I don't know. People are crazy these days, but I still did it because I know that I have value. I know there are people out there that would enjoy my message. And if nothing else, it's not like I'm trying to be a guru. I'm just saying, hey, I got some information. If this works for you, cool. If not, then just leave it. But there's probably somebody out there who could use a little bit of encouragement, who could take this message of responding to fear in a positive way and completely turn their life around over time. And that is worth all of the things that I have gone through to give me that information. And that is why doing this podcast is so important. So what fear are you going to try and face this week? I'm not saying you got to fix all of them or face all of them. That could be daunting. Maybe out of necessity you need to, but I think it's always better to start small, gain some confidence, hence fear goes down, confidence goes up, and then you tackle more and more things. I want you to find something this week that you can work on to help quell your fears of things. Maybe it's having a conversation with somebody that you're really scared to have. I've had plenty of those lately. And I had to overcome the fears of how I may be interpreted, how it will go down, and if life will be worse for me after having it. 
But then on the flip side, there's the fear of, is my life ever going to get better in that situation if I don't have the conversation? Maybe it's trying a new skill that you've been wanting to do for a long time. Like, I don't know, Taekwondo. Maybe it's going and doing an improv class or an open mic. That's actually one of the things on my list that I want to do this year. Maybe it's going to the gym in the morning when you least want to do it. Knowing full well that you'll get good benefits over time, knowing that it actually will get done because that's a time during the day when you don't have all these obligations or as many. Maybe it's signing up for a class that you've been wanting to do forever, but because of COVID, it was shut down. Or for whatever reason, maybe it's you couldn't work it out with your schedule. I don't know. But pick something this week. Figure out a way that you can face it in a concrete and measurable way. And then go for it. Without fear. What's the worst that can happen? You're at the same spot you were before. But what if you actually made progress or completely overcame it? How much better that would make you feel? How much more confidence that would give you to take on the next thing? A lot of things in life build on each other for better or worse. And so we have to put in the effort to build the foundation and then add on to it. And as we add on, it only gets stronger. The only thing that can crack that foundation is allowing fear to overtake us. That's not saying never have fear, but that's saying keep it in perspective so that it doesn't take over your life, make you do stupid things, regrettable things, and just make you not be happy. Life is so short, man. You might as well do your best to be happy. Life is short. You got to overcome your fears and learn how to deal with it in a healthy way. Perhaps part of that also, just as another thing you could do to help go and fix this fear thing that you have, is to really find your true purpose. Like sit down, what makes you click? What makes you happy? What drives you? What lights you up like nothing else? For better or worse, mine is opera. A lot of people aren't into opera. That's fine but it's what lights me up. It's what I am passionate about. It's what brings me joy, telling people these stories, performing for them, seeing their faces light up, seeing them be moved by these things, and knowing full well that I am only actually a small portion of why they are feeling those things. I am just the conduit. I am not the actual thing that does it. But if I would have never taken my teacher's advice that she gave me 10 years ago, literally. I would never have grown into the performer that I am, I would have, which means I never would have had the ideas that I had and took the chances that I did, and I don't even know where I would be. So find that fear, figure out a way to overcome it, and let me know how that goes this week. Maybe you only have time to just figure out what fear you want to tackle because things are crazy for you and you'll do it next week, which procrastination is a whole nother episode I need to do, but write it down and let me know how it goes. All right, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Remember that there's a programming change. It's going to be more little stuff throughout the week and then the big thing at the end. Hope you enjoyed these little pearls of wisdom. I'm not a guru. You know this. 
but I've made a lot of decisions in my life that have shown me how not to do things. And so I figure I might as well pass that along to you so you don't make the same dumb mistakes that I have. As always, make sure you rate, review, subscribe, share it with all of your friends, and have a great day.